March's biggest tournament is finally here. We do not know who will be cutting down the nets at the end, but we do know there will be no shortage of madness. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is putting new customers in the center of the action. Bet $4 on an underdog, win $256. If they win, it is that simple. Turning $4 into $256 is 64 to 1 odds. Every dollar you bet could turn into $64. Pick one of many select college basketball underdogs for your shot at winning $256. All it takes is a $4 bet. And don't worry if college basketball is not for you. DraftKings Sportsbook offers great odds and promotions on golf, hockey, and so much more. And DraftKings is secure and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. So download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNVR when you sign up to turn $4 into $256 if the underdog of your choosing pulls off an upset. That's code DNVR to turn $4 into $256 for a limited time, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gotta be 21, Colorado only, new customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Okay, welcome to the That's Good Broncos podcast free agency F-Fest. That stands for fuck. Today's episode brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. So use code DNVR when you sign up to take advantage of their can't-miss offers. I am Brandon Perna here with Will Keys, and we are in. Well, actually, free agency hasn't started yet, but uh, over, what, we're like... 35, 40 hours into the tampering period, and it feels like free agency has been going on for weeks. Lots of moves happening. The Broncos dodge a huge, massive bullet in free agency, in my opinion, Will. We'll discuss that or debate it, depending. We didn't plan. We don't know. I don't know where you stand on this bullet. I have teased with the title of this episode. I mean, we've only been talking about it for like two months. Yeah. But other than that, other than that, no clue where you stand uh, because I forget everything you say every week, which is why we repeat ourselves so much. Yeah, likewise. Um, also, today's episode brought to you by Benchwarmer Brew, my personal coffee company, benchwarmerbrew.com. You can check it out there. We got really good beans. Got the best and, um, is. You know, you know what I think about the competitors? Hmm. What? There you Trash. go. It sounded like you, it looked like you threw it a million miles because you threw it off screen and then I never heard it make a sound. Oh, that's just how big my room is. It could still be going. <laughs> yeah, it's in, it's in the orbit now. Yeah. It's in a landfill. So. Free agency. A lot happening. We're going to talk about the Broncos today. We're working on our AFC West recap video. Some funny stuff happening with the Raiders. Uh, Tyrod Taylor just signed with the Texans. Andy Dalton signs with the Bears. The Broncos have been very quiet on the quarterback front, but they are bringing back one 
Vonathan Miller. How do you feel about Vaughn coming back? No team discount. Coming back at full price. Uh, but one year. One year for sure. That's the last year of his contract, right? And then yeah, who knows what happens after that? Uh, I was I was driving around last night and I was I was thinking about it. I, I found out that they had basically ushered Philip Lindsay out the door. They did pretty much the same thing to Kareem Jackson. And at that point, I had kind of made peace. I had made peace with them parting ways with Von Miller. It was going to happen amicably. I was I was okay with it as long as he didn't go anywhere in the AFC West. Correct. Or, or the Patriots. Or, you know, or the Buccaneers. I think that one's safe. Um <laughs> And then I found out, I woke up this morning to the news that they're bringing him back. And you know what? I'm glad. I'm not quite as glad that uh, it's like a $22 million cap hit. Right. It's just a year. Yeah. And not a lot of great replacements on the open market anymore. Or in the draft. Yeah, and I, I think that's what happened. Because the Broncos apparently were in on Leonard Williams... Uh, and then his price got too high, and so they're yeah. like, "Well, we'll just stick with Vaughn." And then Vaughn and his agent smartly were like, "Yeah, and we're we're not restructuring. You guys were trying to replace me, uh, got too pricey, so now you can just pay my full deal." Um, may, like, and then Vaughn posted he wants to be not just a Bronco for life, but a Coloradan for life. So maybe if he wants to keep playing after this, then he comes back on a you know more team friendly deal. It's going to depend on, one, if he stays healthy this season, and then, two, the level of play, you know, that he exhibits on the field. Because he's battling age, he's coming off a serious injury, and I think all Broncos fans believe he'll be great again. Um, we just like the sound of Chubb and Vaughn on the same on the field at the same time. So let's – I think there's optimism there, but there's uh, – for him to retire as a Bronco, uh, I think he's got to play really well this year. And even then, you're like, if he plays really well, another team's going to be all in on him. And had yeah. Vaughn become a free agent, say uh, the Broncos let him go today, he would be a Patriot right now. The way they are spending money, he would be a Patriot right now. He would be a Patriot, and they would have converted him to tight end. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's pretty much their <laughs> philosophy over there. Can we... I mean, we should talk about that for a second, right? Sure. Uh, Bill Belichick, I think, is panicking. Is he panicking a little bit? He's playing like he's, he's GMing like he does not want to start over in New England. Yeah, and they're going all in on Cam Newton, basically, unless they have some other plan, which I don't know if they do. And I'm ho like I think Cam Newton can be much better uh, with New England now that he's got help around him. Also, like he wanted to go back to the Patriots. I think that's that's big. And uh, you know he was pretty open about like why he, he struggled go. with them. He wanted and, to go anywhere. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, yeah, that, I would like uh, to go back to the, to the team that doesn't have an obvious starting quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> The Patriots. Um, but, yeah, the Patriots are betting a lot on 
camping very good or they know there's a guy in the draft they can get that they'll be excited about to have all these weapons to help them. Uh, $232 million so far they've spent in this free agency period. Um, obviously, that's not all this year's money. Uh, Tom Brady's career earnings with them, I think 260 <laughs> So it's kind of insane. Yeah, maybe they just hit that over, Mark, just as like a final fuck you to Tom Brady. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, I mean, my right. My worry with this, I'm not worried actually. I'm I'm kind of like amused, I guess, if you want to put it one way. But they're paying a lot for they're playing they're paying basically A plus money for like B B plus talent, I think. Um, obviously Nelson Aguilar and Kendrick Bourne are two better options than you know Jacoby Myers and Nikhil Harry. Well, I think Jacoby Myers mixed in with those guys is a nice trio, but yeah, yeah, but then like you know your your one two punch last year of (laughs) Gunnar Olszewski and uh, (laughs) Ryan Izzo was not cutting it clearly. Um, I just don't. I still don't think like it's an improvement. But does like Nelson Aguilar and uh, and Kendrick Bourne does that scare anybody? Um, no, it shouldn't. I think, yeah, I think Kendrick Bourne's like a, that's a solid signing. Like, I think that's a receiver that could do really well with the Patriots. But yeah, it's, you're not getting like your number one threat, right? It's not like the way we look at Cortland Sutton, the way he should be when, when he's healthy again. It's not like this Julio Jones type you're getting, um, and even Hunter Henry and Johnny Smith, they're both very good tight ends. They were the best tight ends available. But are they like top five tight ends in the league? Um, statistically, they never really have been. I think they're both very good players. Uh, but again, they, I mean, Cam Newton's got to play a lot better for that to work. Um, so. Yeah, the, usually teams that do these giant spins like this are really bad teams. Yeah, no, I mean, Bill Belichick is uh, – he is preparing this team as if he has, like, one or two years left. Yeah. And he's totally going all in. And if he strikes out, he strikes out and retires or, or leaves for somewhere else. Uh, <laughs> but he's not doing, like, the slow, gradual rebuild type of thing this is not a rebuild this is like we're gonna win this year and without a quarterback depending on what you think of cam newton i don't you know last year probably told us that cam newton's not a starting caliber quarterback um i don't know what changes this year to make him one other than you know adding some receiving targets uh but i i don't i don't think this is a very good approach for new england um, but based on how aggressive he's been in free agency, would it surprise you for him to just leverage all of their future draft picks too and, and trade up in the draft? Oh, no. Fuck no. For a quarterback? <clears throat> yeah. At this point, like, Belichick seems like he's just, you know, lost his mind. He's, he's going through a midlife crisis. Uh, and, you know, he's, he's going to go out and uh, buy that red Corvette metaphorically speaking, and trade up for, I don't know, Justin Fields. 
Trey Lance. Yeah, he's Zach Wilson. He's in a bad breakup, and he he had a terrible breakup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And his Awful. ex, his ex, is doing well. <laughs> she yeah, his... is riding high. The equivalent of Tom Brady, your ex, leaving and winning a Super Bowl. It, yeah, it's just like if you're there's this uh this joke from a comedian named Mecky Leeper who talks about his girlfriend in college broke up with him and then started dating a basketball player. And you know, in college, like at a big college, they'll have like huge signs of some of their like most prominent athletes. Right. The, the guy that um, she started dating was on this like huge billboard on his way to class. So basically every day he had to be reminded <laughs> of the guy his girlfriend left him for. That's pretty funny. That's what it feels like in New England. And they're, they're really truly overcompensating to levels that we just haven't seen before. Yeah, I was like, I mean, I was surprised yesterday. And then when I woke up this morning and saw they signed Hunter Henry too, I was like, holy shit. Uh, we'll see what happens. Um, it's sexy. It makes for good videos. The Broncos have taken the opposite approach. Uh, they bring in corner Ronald Darby on a three-year deal. They re-signed Shelby Harris to a three-year deal. Gave Darby a little bit more money than Shelby Harris, which... I rubbed you the wrong way. Rubbed me the wrong way. Uh, but I'm glad Shelby Harris is coming back. That was a big, uh, I think, need and want for me. Uh, Ronald Darby, I know he played decent with Washington last year. He's younger. He's had injury problems, so it seems like they're just trying the same experiment they've done with Bryce Callahan and A.J. Boye. Um, I don't know if that's really an upgrade there, but hopefully they have a guy that can fill in and play cornerback decently if he stays healthy. I think it's like a signing that might be good, but like right now it doesn't excite me. <laughs> uh, wasn't even a name like I was thinking about. <laughs> yeah, no, same here. But he I think he does have a lot of upside. Yeah. Doesn't pick off a lot of passes. Uh, basically, perfect for Vic Fangio's defense, who is very not opportunistic. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's what you want in the NFL is <laughs> defense that does not turn the ball over. Well, they don't, um, man. It's No, it's just true. Denver. Right. Hey, Justin Simmons, and then that's about it. But the way I like to gauge these things is look at the – the fans of the team he just left right. engaged their reaction. And it looked like the Washington fans were pretty upset. So I, I like that. Good. Yeah. That's there's a, good a sign. there's a few Washington fans that said you guys got a, a pretty good corner. So uh, I'll take their word yeah. for it. You did play well for them. You kind of had to prove it year last year in Washington uh, and played really well. I think you broke up the fifth most passes. In the oh, league, that's pretty he impressive. He gets burned a little bit. He gets burned a little bit too, um, but he also gets his you know gets his hands in there, breaks up some passes. I want to get better at you know catching those passes too. That's something we can work on. Break um, and catch. But he's he's like a totally up and down player. Was like very much a coveted corner. I think early on in in Buffalo, and then gets traded to Philadelphia. I think that I have that the right way. Right? Yeah, I think so. 
Yeah, he's literally, he was just hurt every single, his first three years, he had bad injuries every time. So, uh, yeah, yeah. that's either unfortunate or the same thing's going to happen again. You just don't know. So, my thought process is you needed a corner to give you flexibility in the draft. Um, aside from the opposite, which is that they need help at corner. But the fact that you sign one in free agency means that, you know, you don't have to spend that number nine overall pick on Sertain or, or right. Caleb Farley or whoever. So you can get a little more creative, move up, move back, do whatever the hell you want. Um, I still think they should get one more. Yeah, but maybe they can get that guy at the top of the second round. Um, and if Bill Belichick laid the, the foundation for the Broncos to take another tight end, then the door is wide open for our man, Kyle Pitts. Oh, yeah, everybody wants to everybody wants to rag on the Fant Pitts offense. All of a sudden, it's popular again because Belichick does it. Yep, and people are going to change their minds. People are going to change their minds when the Broncos take Kyle Pitts at nine. Also, this is uh, the month of March, Will, which is the the month for the biggest tournament in college sports. We do not know who will be cutting down the nets at the end, but we do know there will be no shortage of madness. DraftKings Sportsbook America's top-rated sportsbook app is putting new customers in the center of the action. Bet $4 on an underdog, win $256 if they win. It's that simple. Turning $4 into $256 is 64 to 1 odds. Every dollar you bet could turn into $64. Pick one of the many select college basketball underdogs at, uh, for your shot at winning $256, and all it takes is a $4 bet. Basically, $4 is what I paid Will for the first year he helped me. <laughs> Don't worry if college basketball isn't for you. DraftKings Sportsbook offers great odds and promotions on golf, hockey, and so much more. DraftKings, of course, is safe secure, reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. So download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code DNBR when you sign up to turn $4 into $256 at the underdog of your choosing pulls off an upset. That is code DNBR to turn $4 into $256 for a limited time. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gotta be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. All right, I've got, I've got more quarterback news. Uh oh, tell me. Big news. So we just had Andy Dalton go to the Bears, right? We had Tyrod Taylor go to the Texans, and the next domino to the fall, the Miami Dolphins have signed Jacoby Brissett. <laughs> Ooh, shit! Huge news. The Jacoby. That's actually good. <clears throat> Okay, Jacoby (laughs) Brissett, perfect backup quarterback. We rooted for him as a starter. He came in, he was safe, he was efficient, but he just wasn't the guy who's going to get your team over the hump. So that's the kind of guy you want on your team as your backup if your your starter gets hurt. Uh, Good good replacement for Ryan Fitzpatrick with the Dolphins uh, because he'll never be as flashy and sexy as Ryan. They can focus on Tua. 
Also, Jacoby could have been a guy the Broncos went after to come in and be that veteran leader in the locker room like everybody wants, even though I don't think it makes a fucking difference. Jacoby Brissett off the market. Andy Dalton off the market. Thank you, Chicago Bears. Because, Jesus Lord, if the Broncos had signed Andy Dalton like so many Broncos media members were saying was a real possibility, I would have shit the bed. Literally and metaphorically. So when I saw Dalton going to the Bears, not only was it funny because the Bears make another baffling decision at the quarterback position, but I was relieved to know the Broncos can't get him. And I was scared they were going to make that mistake. So win, victory, bullet dodged for George Payton. Yeah, that was the bullet we were talking about at the beginning. That was the the bullet. So if you came here to figure out what the bullet was, you still may not click off. You got to stay. Oh, yeah, you got to stay for everything else we're about to talk about. Yeah, yeah. We invited you in. We hooked you. We got you uh, how many minutes into this podcast? Doesn't matter. Stick Doesn't around. Matter. Uh, yeah, I mean, that leaves one pretty prominent name out there. It's a mm-hmm. it's a name that you're intrigued by. It's not Ryan Fitzpatrick, but it's his uh, younger counterpart, Gardner Minshew. Yes. I think with, with Fitzpatrick going, I'm I'm all in on Minshew. I want it. Want them in. I want yeah, I mean, right now it's a three-way race. Minshew, Deshaun Watson, or the Broncos are going to draft a quarterback. I don't know who that quarterback is, but from everything we've gathered about George Payton, they are definitely interested in upgrading the quarterback. Oh, yeah, and Tyrod Taylor went to the Texans, so it's – like Tyrod Taylor was a guy people mentioned. Uh, Fitzpatrick was. He went to Washington. Dalton was. N- not a lot of talk about Jacoby Brissett for some reason. Like if you're going to mention all those other guys, why not Jacoby? But, yeah, I mean, uh, would you rather have Jacoby Brissett or Andy Dalton at this point? Jacoby. I think so too. I would like, and I and it's because I think Andy Dalton's just he's a little bit better than Brissett, but. What I don't want is the team to go with that guy as the starter. So I think Andy yeah. Dalton would be just good enough to beat out Drew Locke, and then I would be fucking miserable for a year watching Andy Dalton as the quarterback. Uh, it's like it's a comp. It's actually a compliment to Andy Dalton because he's good enough, I think, to beat out all of these backups, but not the guy you want running your team because he's going to win you just enough games where you can't draft the guy you're really going to want the next year. So. Uh, I don't want really any of those guys except for Fitzpatrick because I said he'd be fun to watch. And Minshew because he might actually be better than a guy like Drew Locke. But also if he's not, he's going to be fun to watch. And fun to watch is is one of the things we have to hopefully have uh, for Broncos football in 2021. I'm not yeah. betting on a ton of wins right now, but fun to watch, I still have hope for <laughs> Fun to watch is uh, so much better than, you know, a year of Case Keenum, half a year of Joe Flacco. Oh, God. <clears throat> and if we hadn't been through it. Last with- year was pretty fun to watch for Barts. Yeah. Drew Fox generally, like, 
pretty fun to watch. Yeah, he'll keep you interested in <laughs> whether it's good or bad. And I'd rather yeah. have that than just below mediocre for the entire yeah. game. Um, Joe Flacco taking an eight-yard sack on third and two. Yeah, exactly. Like, let, I'd rather see Locke scramble, throw it 40 yards down the field for a pick in <laughs> that situation. Um, yeah, totally. It's good. You know, it'll make me less mad than that sack you just mentioned. Um, so, yes, Broncos dodged the quarterback bullet. Gardner Minshew, right before the Bears signed Dalton, a bunch of people were starting to say Minshew to the Bears. Look out for Minshew, and it didn't happen. Other than that, I haven't really heard his name actually, like, attached with any team. So I'm well, guessing interest in him is low. Still a, he's still a Jaguar. Right. Right. But yeah, I mean, that doesn't – well, yeah, he's not the Russell Wilson trade name as or Deshaun no. Watson trade name. Yeah, Mike, I kind of wonder – I mean, the Jags would be wise to trade him now, right? <clears throat> well, yeah, there's still uh, <clears throat> some openings at quarterback. Otherwise, because you're not start- – like, what are you keeping around? They might just hold him hostage and, and force him to back up Trevor Lawrence. Which should be just a total shame. Yeah, he should get a chance to start. Uh, so we should do right by uh, by Gardner. Benjamin Albright says the Broncos' top likely targets now uh, in a trade would be Minshew, Darnold, Foles, etc. Darnold. Um... I would be I okay I'd, with that. I think Donald. I'd be okay with that too, but it would take more to get him than it would to get Minshew. Way more. I think. Yeah, like we, I think we both like both of those guys for different reasons. Um, but it's ironic too that you'd have to give up more for a guy that hasn't worse. showed as much as Minshew. <clears throat> They've both. They were both placed in uh, pretty god awful situations. If yeah. we're being honest. Yeah. It's all about where they were drafted. Yeah, one of those guys has like just played his ass off. I think in Minshew, but people are like, well, he doesn't have a strong arm. It's like, all right, he doesn't have a strong arm, but he he's still got like a thirty-seven to eleven career touchdown ratio. Yeah, I did think Drew Brees have a strong about. arm? Nope. Yeah, uh, I think he had he had a six and six record in twenty nineteen in Jacksonville, his rookie year as. A fifth or sixth round, like sixth round. Yeah, and he beat out Nick Foles. Like he was better than Nick Foles. (laughs) Yeah, they benched. The only reason Gardner Minshew got benched the last two seasons because they're like, we paid Nick Foles this much money. Yeah, I know you're outplaying him, but like we kind of have to see what we've got here. And then last year they benched him because they're like, no, you're you're playing too well. You're gonna. You're going to fuck us out of Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. And the year before, he came in because Nick Foles got hurt. And then when Nick Foles was healthy again, they put Foles in. And then they were like, oh, yeah, no. And then Minch yeah. is better. And so he got the job back. So he, uh, he's he been better than Sam Darnold. He's been in an equally shitty situation, like you said. But because Darnold was taken so high in the draft, you're going to have to give up more to get him, even though... The production is the same. 
The at, there's more athletic. Darnold, like, he has a better arm. Like, Minshew's also one of those guys, a little bit like Fitzpatrick, where uh, he's not fast, but he's elusive. And Broncos fans should it's remember pretty, that pretty based agile. on the way he beat them two seasons ago. Um, yeah. But anyway, uh, so yeah, then that leaves. I hope it's not Nick Foles. And if. Two years ago, I would have been excited for Big Dick Nick. Obviously, I was wrong. I thought he was going to be successful despite leaving Philly. Like, I just thought a guy that plays that good in the Super Bowl um, is going to be good. I should have, Joe Flacco should have taught me that it is possible to just have a one great streak and never be great again. And I just think that's the kind of quarterback Nick Foles is uh, at this point. Um, yeah, similar to Joe Flacco, Nick Foles, in my opinion, in terms of what the Broncos are beginning. So that's an experiment we've already done, and we don't need to see it again. And if they don't get any of these guys, then yeah, I hope they target somebody in the draft at that point. I don't know if it's early or late or what. But it's and then someone. also, yes, Drew Locke could be good. <laughs> Got to remember that part. Maybe he can get better. Yeah. I don't want to be. We've already talked about this so many times. We don't need to do it yeah. again. Let's laugh. Yeah, yeah. Here we go, repeating ourselves. Let's laugh at the Raiders right now. Let's laugh. Let's what? have a good, hearty Austin Powers, Doctor Evil laugh. Okay, so I thought the Raiders might do something. Might be good in free agency. They had a, a nice signing with uh, Yannick Ngakwe. I'm like, oh shit. There's. Pretty good edge rusher. They didn't like pay a ton of money for him. Uh, but now with a little more time, what have they done, Will? Uh, they basically dismantled the best unit on their team last year, which was their offensive line. Uh, so they got rid of the, started. They traded Trent Brown. I think that was because he didn't want to be there. Yep, tackle gone. He was I think he played well. I'm not you know, totally sure. Gabe Jackson, gone. Gabe Jackson, gone. Guard, really gone. Uh, who's their other guy? Richie Incognito? Oh, yeah, Incognito out. I'm a crazy person, but he's gone. He played well. Rodney Hudson. Their best lineman. One of the best in the league. One of the, yeah. <laughs> Goodbye. Four linemen, uh, gone, gonzo. We found out that Rodney Hudson like, basically begged to be released and gave up $3.5 million in guarantees to not be a Raider anymore. <clears throat> wow. So Brown wanted out. Hudson wanted out. Don't know about Gabe Jackson. None of this makes sense. Pretty much everyone's baffled. Uh, the Raiders still have seven years left of John Gruden. I don't know what the hell he's doing. That was that offensive line was incredible last year. Well, it was good at, until like some of those guys started getting hurt, and then it was sure. not. It was it was barely average, and it's going to be worse than that because the guys that Raiders fans thought they would be getting back to make that line good again are all gone. So uh, they say the NFL is a copycat league, and I like that the Raiders were copying the Chiefs and dismantling their line. 
And uh, even the Chargers, to some extent, losing some lineman pieces. Trey Turner, right, is is gone. Yep. Uh, Forrest Lamp will be a free agent. I mean, he hasn't been, like, really good for them. But, like, um, <clears throat> the one thing the Broncos haven't done is lost any of their offensive linemen so far in terms of starters. <laughs> Seeing the Raiders lose like four guys, the Chiefs lose like three guys, and the Chargers lose a couple pieces makes me feel somewhat confident that maybe the Broncos' pass rush can be effective again with Von Miller coming back, Bradley Chubb, you got Malik Reed in there, maybe a healthy, um, uh, well, yeah, Shelby Harris coming back, Mike Purcell, get Purcell. Some, Draymond Jones, get some pressure on some of these quarterbacks that have been an issue for us. Yeah, it's a great time in the AFC West to build a nice pass rush. Yeah. Like we know, so the Chiefs spent $80 million on Joe Tooney. Yep. They also released Mitchell Schwartz, who was like Von Miller's kryptonite, and Eric Fisher, who turned into a, a, a very good right tackle or left tackle for them yeah it took time like garrett bowles eric fisher fisher took time to develop but yeah not not a guy you want to get rid of if you're worried about mitchell schwartz coming back from an injury or even like retiring like they think he might so that's why i thought it was very perplexing that they paid that much for a guard guard because Joe Chini's a really like he's one of the best guards out there, but in terms of like value, positional value, you would you need that money for a tackle, not yeah, a guard. Yeah, they like you could have spent that on Trent Williams, probably, right? Yeah, I mean, you could have given it a shot. Now, I think it's probably out of the question. Maybe a little more. He's gonna cost more than that. Yeah, he would have cost, I think. I think the 49ers were trying to pay him four years, 80 million. And so he's like four million more a year than, than Tooney. Hmm. One less year. You'd probably been but, better um, off that. Yeah, just in terms of like guards, they're just not as valuable. There's a reason why people were critical of the Colts taking Quentin Nelson in the top five. Even though, like, he's the best guard prospect ever, probably, like, the best guard in the NFL and a total, like, game changer out there, it's because he's still just a guard. Yeah, and they needed him. You need tackles. It worked out, but, yeah, it's – I get what you're saying. I think, like, the Chiefs, as much as I want to make fun of them, they believe they've got one tackle in Lucas Niang? Niang? Niang. Niang? Yeah. He opted out last year, so that's a big question mark. Uh, smaller school, right? But he was really good. Yeah, he's also a day two pick. It's not like he was. Yeah. I think he went to TCU. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, you know, decent. Uh, then, big 12 school. But, but yeah, so yeah, there's question to, marks to there. Hinge on, to hinge everything on uh, a rookie who opted out, who was like a second or third rounder, it's not like you're waiting for – like, it's not like Tristan Wirfs opted out. Yeah. Right? It's not like Mikai Becton took a year off and you're right. waiting for him to come and make a difference. No, it's, it's a like, huge question mark. As much as you like him, like, 
you just you haven't ever seen him on the field right and i think uh the chargers i forget they they signed Corey lindsley so they they may yeah, have yeah. lost a piece on their line but they upgraded their center position uh lindsley really good center coming out of green bay so um maybe i'll, I'll take back a little bit of what i said about the chargers yeah they got better in the interior um i think warren sharp pointed out that their center last year dan feeney was 31st or 31st in pass blocking 32nd in run blocking and Corey lindsley i think was top three in both of those top five maybe that's a big upgrade and, then <clears throat> yeah didn't commit a penalty last year too oh that's nice yeah i mean justin herbert oh, if he's, he's got a, a better pocket um that's gonna benefit uh, the Chargers' passing game. Although they let they let Casey Hayward go, who didn't have a great season last year, but they're like not a scheme fit. Yeah, uh, seems like it's just that's him. that's someone I wouldn't. I don't know to be honest. Like I'm not sure what the scheme fit is like for Casey Hayward in Denver. But what is he I a zone want... guy? <laughs> who the fuck knows? Um... <laughs> I would take That's him. Are you saying? Are you going to say you you you'd ta- you'd be happy if the Broncos took him? Yeah, I want. There's like a bunch of like. So I'm glad that they took Darby, who's like 27 years old, and gave him a three year contract, as a pull as opposed to like the 31, 32 year old corners, and giving them a three year contract because that's just like you shouldn't give that much that many years to someone on the wrong side of 30. Yeah, Darby's young enough uh, to the point where he's not gonna like he's not gonna fall off a cliff for age ability reasons if um, if darby is good then his contract will look great yeah a few months like midway through next season will be like that was a great contract <laughs> if he's good yeah yeah so but there's so many guys out there and one of them actually just um came off the board janoris jenkins just signed with the titans um but the titans also let go of malcolm butler and, and a Dory Jackson. Jackson today. A Dory Jackson's a guy I would take too. Yeah. <laughs> he was yeah, I, a decent. I Sorry, go such ahead. a great year. Um, no, it's okay. This is such a great year to get guys on one-year rentals because there's not that much money out there. There's not a huge market. So get the guys on the one-year prove-it deals. Let them sign huge next year. Uh and plus, like guys like Butler, he's I think thirty. Casey Hayward's thirty-one or thirty-two or something. All these guys are kind of on the older side. You don't want, you know, you don't want to make a more than one-year commitment to them, but they can really help out uh, in twenty twenty-one. So I think it makes a lot of sense. Plus, I think you need a little bit of an insurance policy. Ronald Darby, a little injury prone. Uh, Bryce Callahan, definitely injury prone. I think if you were to take a like the most likely scenario is one of those guys is going to miss several games this year. You might get lucky. That's fair. Uh, you might get really unlucky. You might lose to, uh, two of them, but I think you have to prepare for one of them being off the field. And so I think you need just like a reliable dude to step in there. Yeah, uh, and there are some of those pieces there. Dory Jackson, so like, okay, the Titans secondary was bad last year. So they let go of Dory Jackson and Malcolm Butler. Um, I would have to go and look kind of more of their personnel, but it seems like 
Dory Jackson was the best or a decent corner in a bad secondary. So if I had to guess, he would play better in a good secondary. Um, that kind of scenario. Yeah. Um, he, it, another thing, like the way I judged it too, is Titans fans seemed a little upset that he's gone. Yeah. He's a good returner too. In case like that's something you're interested in. It's good versatility. Always Sorry, nice I, to I was just that. reading. A, I was reading a tweet from Ben Gosling, who's a Vikings beat guy that said a Vikings name to keep eye on keep an eye on cornerback Mackenzie Alexander source said the team has an offer on the table for its 2016 second round pick to return uh, a year after he went to the Bengals and free oh I thought oh I assumed he was um, trade trade bait never mind okay I thought they were putting him out for a trade never mind okay ignore that also, breaking news, Derek yeah, Wolf. Yeah. Derek Wolf is back with the Ravens. Correct. Returning to the Ravens. This is what happens when you do a podcast during free agency. There's a lot of shit hits. A lot of shit happens. You try to read through it. Time. Uh, but basically, I think it's fair to say AFC West, one of the more boring divisions so far in free agency. Um, the Chiefs don't need to do a lot to maintain being good. Raiders, Chargers, and Broncos all kind of do, and the Raiders are doing the opposite of that. Broncos holding steady, Chargers holding steady. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how everything shakes out, because more of the like low-key good signings are going to happen over the next few days, or even late in the next week. And like players are still getting cut today, so more guys might be cut by the time free agency actually yeah. opens up tomorrow. More guys like Dory Jackson, where you're like, shit. That's a young corner. Could help our team right now. Played pretty good football somewhere else, uh, and it might not be expensive. So we'll watch that. We will be back here probably later this week talking about it all. Good night. And John Elway did not play with an ACL. Good luck. March's biggest tournament is finally here. We do not know who will be cutting down the nets at the end, but we do know there will be no shortage of madness. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is putting new customers in the center of the action. Bet $4 on an underdog, win $256. If they win, it is that simple. Turning $4 into $256 is 64 to 1 odds. Every dollar you bet could turn into $64. Pick one of many select college basketball underdogs for your shot at winning $256. All it takes is a $4 bet. And don't worry if college basketball is not for you. DraftKings Sportsbook offers great odds and promotions on golf, hockey, and so much more. And DraftKings is secure and reliable so you can deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. So download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNVR when you sign up to turn $4 into $256 if the underdog of your choosing pulls off an upset. That's code DNVR to turn $4 into $256 for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. 
Got to be 21. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700.